Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. It's Kylie Davis here, and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology and real estate collide. It's so great to have you here and to share stories of innovation and opportunity across real estate, property, and building services. And the aim of each episode is to introduce listeners to a PropTech innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible across how we design, build, buy, sell, rent, and invest in property and all of the associated behavior and activities around that. Now, none of this would be possible without our sponsors. So a big shout out to the Direct Connect team, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the innovators behind the Forms Live and RealWorks Forms, and the PropTech Association of Australia. Thank you for your support of the podcast. My guest in this episode is Will Alexander, CEO of New Zealand PropTech, Renty, which is making it easier for property managers to provide a better service to tenants and help them apply for rental properties more easily and move in more quickly. Will has had an extensive career in real estate. Before joining Renty, he was the general manager of property brokers, spent a total of seven years across two stints at Barfoot and Thompson, one of New Zealand's biggest uh, real estate groups, represented the property management sector to the REINZ and worked at Auckland Property Management. Renty and MoveMe are his second PropTech startup after he spent two years as a founder of More Minutes, a PropTech designed to help property managers get more out of their day. So here to tell us all about it, Will Alexander. Welcome to the PropTech podcast. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, great to have you here. And look, I am really interested in hearing about what's going on in New Zealand in the rental and the property management space. So give before we kick off, the first question is always the hardest. What's the renty um, elevator pitch? Easiest question for me. Uh, <laughs> renty, uh, we're all about making renting enjoyable. Fabulous. For, for renters or for property managers or both? Everyone. Fabulous. Everyone. Okay. That comes into contact with Renty is our job is to make it enjoyable, whether you're a tenant, a property manager, an agency owner, someone working in uh, Renty. We just want to have fun and make the experience enjoyable. Wow. Okay. So if property management and renting is anything like it is in Australia, in New Zealand, that's that's a pretty big ask. Well, how do you guys do that? Yeah, it is a big <laughs> ask. And I, and I think they are similar. There's a lot of similarities. Um we do it, um, A, by having fun. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so we one of my big things is we don't want to be a faceless software business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've all had those horror stories of where we subscribe to a piece of software, we've sold, been sold the dream, big marketing machine and behind it, and then we're, that's the last you hear of them. There's no customer service. There's no support. Renty is very much ingrained in the industry. And we spend a lot of time and effort getting out, talking to people, traveling, getting in front of our clients, supporting events. Um, We've put a lot of energy and money into building a very, very good support um, team, customer support team. So we monitor that. Like, for example, um, uh, from receiving a ticket to closing a ticket on average is 16 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a big part of Renty is that's the first part is making it enjoyable, um, making sure that we are, yeah, just not a faceless software business. I hate that stuff. And second part is building software that is intuitive and easy because I come from the industry. I've been in property management for 16 years. 
And the best property managers typically have no idea how to use the software. They've been in the industry for 30 or 40 years. Um, they're brilliant at what they do, but this is not something that they're confident with. So we have to build software that suits them all the way through to people that have just done the Bachelor of Property degree at Auckland four years, come out very savvy, very switched on. Software is just what they do. So we've got to build it for either end of the scale. Um, so that's how we make it enjoyable for our clients and, and for people who use uh, come in contact with Renty. Okay. So what is the uh, rental market like in, in New Zealand at the moment? Give us a little bit of a background on it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's very strong in terms of it's a supply and demand issue. It's a um, landlord market at the moment. There mm-hmm. is a shortage of available rental properties. I actually heard an interesting statistic the other day. I was in Christchurch seeing clients, of course, um, and they said that the available rental levels was about five fifty six hundred, which is exactly the same as what it was after the two thousand eleven earthquakes, oh. where all the properties were wiped out. There's this huge demand for whatever was available. So just gives you a sense of the competition. There's uh, very, very tough rents are going up. As you probably know, when the sales market slows down a little bit, rentals tends to pick up and becomes Mm. very strong. So it's a good time for agencies that are organically growing. They're not everything they bring on is not replacing what's been sold, which it's been like in the past. At the yep. moment, it's just good net growth, good good organic growth. Um, but yeah, I, I think a lot of this the legislation that um, the government has rolled out over the last few years, as we all said, the person that's going to pay for this is the tenant, and that's exactly what we're seeing. Right. Okay. So, so Renty Software, you've got a solution for property managers. Tell us a little bit about that. And then also, you've also got an interaction with renters, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, um, it's pretty cool, Renty. Basically, it's the end-to-end solution for the whole sort of securing a tenant, onboarding a tenant through to passing it over to the daily CRM for um, day-to-day management, um, you know, people will be familiar with Property Me or Property Tree or Palace over here in New Zealand. Um, so Renty from the very, if a property is listed on TradeMe, realestate.com, so .co.nz, which is equivalent to .com.au yep. over yep. there. Um, so people see a property online, they want to inquire, all of that is captured within Renty. Then they want to book and to view the property. That's all done through Renty then the agency can conduct the viewing um, with the prospective tenants. Then they can apply, which is all through Renty. Then we do all the vetting process through all the credit bureaus, reference checks, everything like that. Then we build the tenancy agreement, which is, you know, meets all the Residential Tenancies Act, Privacy Act, all that sort of stuff, all digital signatures. It doesn't matter if it's a flat of five, it's all done in in succession. Um, And then, uh, all of that pushes through seamlessly to the CRM. So that whole front-end journey is done through Renty and every step is just easy. doesn't matter if you're an agent. It doesn't matter if you're a tenant applying. It's just super straightforward. Okay. So if I'm a, if I'm a tenant applying for multiple properties, do I need to fill in my form once or multiple times for each property? Great question. Great question, and it's um, one of the one of the um, another problem that we're looking to solve. So, at this stage, you do tend to 
Um, we're not the only available software out there for this sort of process. There is one other sort of major competitor. competitor. But what, what you've just alluded to, Kylie, is what we are looking at is a tenant journey. Mm. And that sucks right now if yep. I'm a tenant. And yep. it, it doesn't matter where you're from, what country you're in, that experience is, is it's just not where it should be. So something that we're working on and we're building out a tenant app to um, – to streamline that entire process. So, you you know, you're building your own profile. You can apply for multiple properties because I I, um, I understand in Australia you don't do credit checks on people. In New Zealand you do. Until they will do a credit check on their successful tenant. On the successful tenant, okay. As a confirmation. Is that – I'm not sure if that's consistent across all states, but um, in in New Zealand (laughs) – I don't hold me to that, but I think it might vary. But um, in New Zealand, every time you do a credit check um, on a tenant, the credit score goes down. So, oh, yeah, that's unfair. Know, oh, I know, I know. It, 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 it's this thing that no one really knows about. So we're working with a big credit bureau uh, called Equifax. Yeah. brought out a light touch credit score because this all alludes to this whole tenant journey that you just talked about. Um it sucks at the moment. If I'm a tenant and I apply for six different properties, which is common. Yeah. Well, you might need to because, you you know, because there's not – things are going like hotcakes, right? Yeah, yeah. So how, my, my Oh, God. How, that's awful. <laughs> I know. So we're building out – we're working on that whole journey, making it easy. We're working with Equifax. To, they've brought out a light-touch credit score, which doesn't impact the tenant. Um, yeah. But then it also goes into, like, I'm a tenant. I've just been renting a property for the last five years. I've never missed a rental payment. Mm. Why on earth does that not go towards my credit score? Absolutely. If you're paying a mortgage, it does. Yeah. And and often in New Zealand, um, the re- weekly rental amount is more than what people pay in a mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here too. So this whole thing around the tenant journey and that big ecosystem, it just needs a big rev up. And that's a huge goal for us. So we've it seems got- an extraordinary yeah. bias against renters. Like that's, yeah, it like is. It's preventing them from ever getting the, the ability to buy a property because simply the act of renting and the structural processes around renting. Basically, you know, disadvantage you uh, obtaining future credit. Yeah, and it's oh. something that we feel quite strongly about, <laughs> um, Kylie. And and yeah, so hey, it's a fun problem to solve, and we're yeah. pretty we're pretty pumped on doing that. And we yeah. uh, things are underway. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so so how how big is the rental market in in New Zealand? How many properties? Like how how. Yep. Yep. Um, so roughly about 600,000, just mm-hmm. using round figures. Um, it's a bit more than that, I think. But um, unlike Australia and New Zealand, roughly 50% of the rental market is privately managed. Yes. Yeah. How much? About 50%. 50%. 50%. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no one knows exactly, but it's be- it's about that. Um, so in terms of the professional management, it's it's probably two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand, um, yeah. because a, a large part of the rental market is done through Kayanga Rora, which is um, a work in uh, um, housing New Zealand um, right. uh, provider. So <clears throat> I think they do about sixty thousand. Um, so is that included in the private rental market? Is that yeah. regarded as private in rental? Whole 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 thing. The two right. other. Hundred thousand. So, 
Um, the cool thing about that is uh, why it's a bit backwards, it all shows, gives you an indication of the opportunity and the ability to grow. I mean, the, every agency can, every single agency operating now can effectively double its portfolio because uh, of that private market. Um, yep. So huge opportunity, but the difference between New Zealand and Australia is uh, Australia has regulation and a licensing regime for property management. In New Zealand, we don't. It used to be. Um, right. deregulated when the Real Estate Act came out in 2008. And um, and ever since then, every agency has been lobbying the government to bring it back. Mm. And they've finally listened. And I think uh, over the next couple of years, it will be reintroduced. And ultimately, that's going to be a massive driver from um, the, prof- the private moving back to professional. Right. Okay. So, so... How does Renty help property managers? Like, so we talked about that starts at the beginning of the journey. But once I'm, if I'm a property manager and I'm inside the Renty platform, what becomes easier for me than if I was using other software? So we've built um, a, a basically a dashboard, um, a way of just facilitating and administering the whole process um, of mm-hmm. capturing inquiries, um, booking in people. Uh, conducting viewings on your phone and marking people off, um, capturing applications. You know, you can get do a viewing of 60 people and all the applications come through. And so it can handle mass volume and mass scale like that um, through to, you know, just making it very easy to uh, process applications. The whole experience for property managers, Kylie, is just really easy. And it doesn't matter if you've got one application or 60 application, it's a scalable product. That just makes it really easy and no paper is involved. Um, the whole process around building the tenancy agreement, one of the things that Renty does is our integration with the CRMs like Palace Property Tree, Property Me is second to none. And all the information, if people use those CRMs effectively and store all the information in that, when it comes time to building the tenancy agreement in Renty, that pulls all that information across, populates all the fields. So, like eighty percent of the of the probably about eighty to ninety percent of the agreement is already done from information that's pulled from the CRM plus all the information that was captured through the application process. So it's just it's just going through, checking it all off, very very easy. You send it off for digital signatures, and and the best thing about it is Renty is free for agencies. Oh. Let me ask you a question. Are you happy with your current operational workflow? Are you really satisfied with printing, signing, scanning and emailing contracts and then having to wait days for them to be signed and returned? Well, I didn't think so. And I have some good news. There is a better way. Dynamic Methods is the team behind leading real estate industry tech platforms such as Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks. With a mission to make better happen, Dynamic Methods are dedicated to providing efficiency and productivity tools, boosting form technology to real estate agencies across Australia. Each month, 50,000 real estate professionals across 8,500 agencies from every Australian state and territory use Dynamic Methods form technology. 
empowering more than 7.2 million transactions a year. Dynamic Methods is also proud to host quality integrations with some of the prop tech industry's most powerful technologies, such as DocuSign, Secure Exchange, Equifax, and more, putting everything you need to get forms and contracts filled in, signed, verified, and exchanged into one easy platform. So if you're ready to ditch the pen and paper, make your agency look more efficient, head to dynamicmethods.com.au slash partners to learn more. Okay, so look, there's a lot in this I want to unpack because yeah. in Australia, most of the rental property management software is sort of starts as a CRM and then builds out. But what I'm hearing and what you're telling me is that actually Renty sits over the top of it and pushes information into the system, right. into an existing system that they've got. So you would you need another CRM platform yeah. as part of it? That's right. Yeah. Right. So we we um, we very strongly advocate for the CRMs to be the source of truth. Right. That's where everything is stored, all the information about the property, the owner, that kind of stuff. Um, Renty, no one of those CRMs currently does the application process. Right. Um, so that's why Renty is, it just sits harmoniously with those things because A, we believe that all the information should be in the first place. So we're not competing. We're just pulling it out, whipping up the tenancy agreements um, and then pushing it back. And, and right. once everything is done, the, the integration back to them is amazing. Like we pop, we set up the um, the tenancy, we populate all the fields and the endpoints, the documents are separated out and stored in the diaries. Um, so um, again, that integration is is next level, and it's just so straightforward. Awesome. So how did Renty start? Like I know, so your CEO, you've been there, you were telling me before for about two years, but the business is about three years old, sort of officially three. Something uh, like that? About five or six years. Five, okay. Yep. But how did it start? Who were the founders? So the founders are Claudia Smith and Russell Smith, and they're not married. Um, okay, okay. Sort of a coincidence <laughs> There's more uh, than one Davis in the world too, so I understand that. Yep. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so uh, funny story, really. They they were um, utility aggregators. So um, their first business okay. was called Move Me, where... Yep. They would uh, connect tenants with power, broadband, gas. Yeah. Um, and then um, uh, a bit of a, a political sort of thing happened within the industry where they were getting blocked from a competitor. Mm-hmm. The only way they could continue to compete is to build out um, a soft piece of software called, which is now called Renty. So I was the general manager at Property Brokers, which is the la- second largest private um agency in the country and um, they got me up I sat around the board room and they said what do you think of this and I was like I love it and I, I love it so much I promise you I'll be your first client once it's ready yeah um, and uh, sure enough they they built it and property brokers which is uh, 8,000 properties around New Zealand and uh, 80 offices we were their very first client it's like right. Still is their biggest client. So, That's a very big guinea pig <laughs> to, break, to break the team on yeah. new software on. Oh, it was fun. It was, it was fun <laughs> rolling it out because it's provincial New Zealand as well. So it's you right. know able to get everywhere is extensive. Um, I'm and- sure. The, I'm sure they gave you some very robust feedback. All of them, my New Zealand friends are very feisty and <laughs> know their own mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one way of putting it. Yep, yeah, yeah, no, did. But um, but I guess the one one thing from that though is it was uh, the fee the fee. It's kind of I, I say um, it was built by property managers for property managers, yeah. and 
um, one of the good, the, the pillars of success of Renty is the engagement with the industry and just keeping our ear to the grindstone. And that started from that very first client where they work with us. I remember the developer at the time, Matt, like he would work 24 hours a day and yeah. we were just hammering them with feedback and they were building it as on a play. <laughs> it was great, but but they built a really good tool that was solving problems for the industry. Yeah. So that's how it started, and then it's just exponentially grown since then. Um, they've got we've got about four hundred and fifty offices around New Zealand now. Um, we've formed a partnership with TradeMe, which is the largest listing platform in New Zealand, um, uh, which gives us exclusivity for booking buttons on listings and application buttons on listings. Um, so yeah, it's just gone from next. Just yeah, it's that's it. So fantastic. And, yeah. and look, for, for my Australian listeners who might, there are some important different uh, things that differentiate Australia and the New Zealand market. Because when you say you've got 450 offices, um, New Zealand tends to have much bigger offices than Australian in terms of real estate, don't you? Have I got that right? So How you'll, you'll, so you'll in what sense? well, in terms of the number of people's bums on seats inside an office. Um, yeah, I mean, at Property Brokers, which is provincial New Zealand, um, yeah. some of the offices were smaller. Right, uh, okay. So the average size portfolio across all businesses in New Zealand is about 250 properties. Right, okay. It gives, gives you a sense. So yeah. um, And that typically is run by, depending on where it is, probably three to five people. Right, okay. Um, uh, so it just all depends on the average rent and how much the portfolio is generating, how much, yeah. how many people can work in the business. So that if that gives you any idea of Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scale. I just remember from my CoreLogic days, there was, you know, there were oh, there were yes. some very big brands in New Zealand that had a lot of corporate offices. So while it was quite, you know, well, most in Australia, most um, real estate agencies oh, might yeah. have sort of five to ten people working inside them, which would include sales agents. Some of the yeah. brands in New Zealand had, you know, hundreds of people literally working out of offices. Yeah, yeah. Some of the big brands, the Buffett and Thompsons and Auckland, yes. White, Harcourt, yep. Um, yep. Um, Property Brokers. I mean, um, so Property Brokers, Palmerston Office, um, there was probably 100 people in, in that office. So, yep. yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. But you know, then, then you you fly down to the west coast of the South Island, <laughs> go to Westport, Greymouth, or Hokitika, and and uh, um, uh, there's five people, three people. Yep. So um, yeah, it's very regionalized. So um, so how big are you guys now? So how big's Renty? In terms of people, yeah, people turnover, uh, what's, whatever you're comfortable. Yeah, yeah, uh, twenty uh, twenty two people, mm-hmm. uh, including the founders. Um, yep. So yeah, so and we're I mean you know it's it's uh, growing constantly. In the last ten years, it's doubled at least. Um, so so last two years, um, but yeah, the revenue has increased significantly. We're growing at about seventy percent um, uh, year to date at the moment in revenue. Uh, oh, yep. And and the cool thing about Renty as well was although it keeps me up at night and I've aged a lot in the last two years. We are, <laughs> I loved your I loved your comment about how will uh, how how your CEO was uh, like I sorry how your founder was um, smashed with feedback. I think probably every founder listening on this was like, oh, we know what that's like. <laughs> oh yeah, but but that's what you want, right? And and I mean, um, people people tell you because they care. 
Um, yeah. And, yeah. and when they don't say anything, that's when you got stuff to worry about. But yeah. um, but no, we're 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 growing really well at the moment, and um, no, we're, we're really proud of how far we've come. Um, but it hasn't been easy because we're bootstrapping it. And what I was saying before is we we haven't gone external to raise funds. Um, uh, the the founders um, have put you know it's it's just grown organically so long term that is fantastic um, you know it means we can remain agile and 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 we you know it's it's just far easier to operate and make decisions but uh, short to medium term it is incredibly stressful managing cash flow balancing all that sort of stuff um, everything gets put back into the business so. Um, so you know, it's 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 a little bit different to the typical sort of um, uh, business growth trajectory that you often read at the moment. People are raising money externally, all that sort of stuff, um, which makes sense for a lot of people. But um, we've done it differently, and like I say, long term, it's going to have a much. It's just going to be far better. Yeah. So so, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges or lessons that you've that you've faced or lessons that you've learned? Um, since you've been on on board, Will? Um, for me, the cash flow, uh, managing cash flow has been very challenging. Mm-hmm. And um, our, like I said before, rent is free. Um, so our business model is, although very lucrative, it's very unpredictable. And so what is I, your business model? How does that work? Yeah, so um, we uh, so renting basically is a loss leader, and yeah. in behind, every time someone is successful for a tenant tenancy, um, their information is pushed through to the connections team, and we connect them with power, gas, and broadband. Right. And the utility providers like Genesis, Contact, Mercury, they pay us a referral fee. Right. So while that's great. Um, it's very unpredictable because right. cancellations, people don't go ahead with tenancies, all that sort of stuff. So it can vary by 25% based on forecast. Right. So I'm trying to build this model where I'm forecasting growth and <laughs> creating assurances that, you know, we are going to be able to pay our bills and then boom, 25% of it is um, not there. I'm right. like, oh my God. <laughs> um so very, very stressful in that sense. Um, that's probably been my biggest learning curve is, uh, I mean, I've come from well-established businesses, um, Barford and Thompson, that sort of thing, property brokers, where there's never been any conversation about cash flow. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> the money now, just came in, right? <laughs> yeah, um, now I'm living and breathing it. Um, yeah, the other big thing for me, Kylie, is uh, I'm 43. Um, my team call me dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the oldest by a country mile. Um, and that's, I mean, most of my team are in their early 20s. They're very, very smart, incredibly talent, intelligent and talented people. Um, but for me as a leader, that's been really challenging because they're so different. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I'm I'm still at the tail end of the generation where it's kind of like toughen up buttercup. Um, you yeah. turn up at eight o'clock in the morning and you don't go home um, at least till six. Um, and uh, and this whole work from home thing is, you know, it just, um, it, it's not where I'm from and what I believe in. And, and so that for me has been a big challenge is just adapting to that, the new expectations of of, of these people. And, and I'm not for one minute saying that they're not effective or efficient. They are. In their own way, um, yeah. 
you know, so when I started, I was like, they, I, I swear to God, they were, you know, I, I couldn't really understand what they're doing through the day, but then they work till midnight. Yeah. And, and, and so it's kind of like they do, it's, it's just different. But um, I think there's two things going on there. Well, I think there's both, um, there's a, there's a bit of a Gen Z thing going on, but then there's possibly also a developer thing going on and the personality yeah, yeah, yeah. types that are attracted to to coding right <laughs> yeah well we're, we're lucky though our developers are um like our cto tom he's one of those rare breeds he's a very very good developer but he is also quite commercial yeah um and very strategic so um we're really lucky in that sense that um you know he's he's, he's it's a really good balance mm, fantastic this episode is sponsored by EasyPay. EasyPay makes collecting PropTech payments easy. As one of Australia's leading subscription payment providers, EasyPay is helping real estate and PropTech businesses to improve rental collection rates, transform arrears management, and increase cash flow. Built for integration with a focus on partnerships, EasyPay's platform works seamlessly with your existing PropTech software, giving you access to industry-leading features that enable complex billing and settlement to support trustless business models. Discover the power of payment automation and leverage one of the first platforms to enable the Pay2 payment solution at easypay.com forward slash PropTech. What are your plans for coming across the ditch? Tell us, uh, what are your future plans? What's on your horizon? Well, we are ambitious, are an ambitious company. Um, Like I say, we're bootstrapping it. Um, We are going to get to the point, we're probably, uh, I'd say, two years away from it at this stage, um, being able to fund an excursion um, in an attempt to crack into a different market, uh, whether that's Australia or the UK. And we want to get to a position where we're going to go, okay, we can put a million dollars towards having a crack at this, you know, mm-hmm. we can fund, we, and we can fund that ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, what do we do? Do we buy a business? Do we acquire something? Or do we try and do green fields, um, start it from scratch? And so that's the goal is once the business is ready for something like that, Kylie, then we'll, yep. we'll do it. But again, we don't want to raise money. We just want to do it ourselves when the time is right and when the business can sustain that sort of uh, um, additional cost. So when you guys talk about buying a business, would that be a PM business or would that be like a connection business to su- overseas to support you? Um, uh, look, uh, anything really, um, yeah. anything that made sense from a strategic perspective. It could be a competitor, it could be an aggregator. Yeah. Um, the market in Australia and the aggregation space is very competitive. It is very competitive, super yeah, competitive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and there is consolidation as well over there, isn't there? Yeah. The big yeah. one's getting bigger. And so it um, in terms of similarities, the UK market is far closer to New Zealand than Australia. Right, um, interesting. New Zealand, yeah. um, which is, you know, crazy considering how close we are. So it might make sense to go to the UK first. Yep. Our business model as it is now, I think we could pick it up and um, put it into the UK and potentially have more success. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so what do you think is the, what's the, what are the technology or the behavioral trends that are going on at the moment that you think are going to develop your product over the next five years? Like sort of broader terms. Yeah. I think, um, you know, like everyone's talking about, um, chat, GBT, yeah. and and all that sort of stuff, and what's that going to do? 
Um, I think uh, we can introduce, we can make the process far smarter. Mm. And what I was alluding to before, I don't think it's going to be terribly complex in terms of, you know, from a technology perspective. I just think that making the, the tenant journey, for example, far better is, is a great thing to do. Um, being far more transparent for owners and, and allowing them to see um, far more about what's going on, just breaking down some of those barriers and those silos. Um, so I, I, I think that, that that is a big part of the future is um, helping people uh, rent properties, making it enjoyable, like I've said, um, and that's by improving the journey for the, that client, that mm -hmm. uh, stakeholder. That's the big stuff. I don't – property is – Property management, um, this industry that we're in, is about people and property, and you'll never replace that. Mm. You're dealing with homes, you're dealing with families, you're dealing with livelihoods. Um, you know, you, you can't really automate too much of that. You can the process, but um, one thing I love about this industry is it's always going to be about people and property. Yep. And so... I think that we will continue to improve different journeys and, for example, that tenant journey and do little things like, yes, your rent does contribute to your uh, credit score because it should, things like that. I don't think uh, AI or chat GBT is going to come in and uh, make too much of a difference. And I was reading an interesting article the other day about AI and chat GBT and all the unions in Europe voted for it, which is kind of counterintuitive because they should, I mean, the unions represent the workers and typically the workers are scared about what this technology is going to do because it's going to remove jobs. But if you look back in history, think about, you know, when they introduced the computer, I mean, people would have gone, oh, my God, this is going to remove jobs and all that sort of stuff. Think about the mass scale of jobs that the computer and software has created. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, when those unions voted for introducing more of it into the workplace, I thought that was a really gutsy and fortuitous thing to do because I just think it's going to open up more opportunity. And, and like technology has done all the way through history, it's created more verticals and different things and more opportunity. So God knows where we're going to be. <laughs> exciting to time. So, yeah, yeah, totally. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's exciting time. Well, look, Will, it's been absolutely fantastic to hear about Renty and to, to, to catch up with you. Thank you so much for being on the PropTech podcast. Well, my pleasure, Kylie. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, been uh, been a pleasure. Look, look forward to um, meeting you when I'm next over your way. Yes, come and, come and see us. I loved meeting Will and hearing about Renty. It has similar ideas to Australian PropTech Snug and Inspect Real Estate's tenant app, but with a uniquely Kiwi twist. I'd personally love to see it that tenants only need to fill in their paperwork once and submit it to as many properties as they'd like as it's possible in Australia. But that might be me um, trying to impose <laughs> Australianisms on the Kiwis. But I do really love the work that Renty are doing to represent the rights of tenants around their credit scores. It's great to see the relationship between the property management industry and tenants uniting around such a worthwhile cause. So well done, Renty. 
Now, if you have enjoyed this episode of the PropTech Podcast, I would love you to tell your friends or drop me a line either via email, LinkedIn or on our Facebook page. You can follow this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor and Apple iTunes. I'd like to thank my podcast producer, the fabulous Charlie Hollands, and our sponsors, Direct Connect, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the name behind Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks, and the PropTech Association of Australia. Australia, Australia's industry body supporting the flourishing prop tech community. Now, if you're an Australian or a New Zealand prop tech who would like to be on the show, drop me a line via LinkedIn or Kylie at proptechassociation.com.au. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, keep on prop teching. Do you run a prop tech business or are you the founder of a prop tech? Make sure you join the Prop Tech Association of Australia. It's Australia's new not-for-profit association made up of tech people who are passionate about the property industry and committed to improving experiences in how we buy, sell, rent, manage, build and finance property. Joining will give you access to events and networks across Australia and globally to help you promote and grow your business. Go to proptechassociation.com.au and follow the prompts to join. Thank you.